Welcome to the Sing Confidently, Live Creatively podcast, a show to help you build confidence as you start singing, acting, dancing, and being creative again. Hi, I'm Estelle. I'm a singer, actor, performer, and beginner voice coach who knows how it feels to want to use your God-given creative gifts, but you stay stuck in fear and doubt. The solution is to start building confidence. You have gifts that you need to grow and use and share, and the world is waiting for you. I want to be there with you to help you do that. It's time to live creatively, so without further ado, let's begin. Hi, good morning. Welcome back to the show, you guys. I'm so excited to be here with you and to just bring on today's guest who's going to inspire you tremendously to start singing and sing with confidence. And I'm going to introduce her in a second, but oh my goodness, we are on episode 130 of this show. Thank you for being here. Thank you for believing in yourself enough to be here and to listen every single week and to come back and to know that you can and are taking these steps and 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 doing what you know that you want to do by using your voice and singing and starting to perform. Some of you are dancers, some of you are singers, some of you are actors, some of you are all three or you're wanting to be all three. And I'm just so excited that you come here every single week and you find that encouragement, you find that inspiration, you get to hear performers and their stories. And I hope that you truly feel impacted and that you're taking steps to, you know, live out what we're talking about here. You know, what we're talking about is not shying away from those creative gifts that you have, that creativity that you have inside of you, that spark that you know you want to use, that you know you have inside of you to use. And it's not ignoring that, right? This show is hopefully, I mean, I pray and I hope a safe space where you do not feel like you need to ignore who you are and what you love to do creatively but you you know that you are encouraged you're encouraged every single week that as an artist you have a gift to give that you have a creative gift to give and you're not going to sit down on the sidelines and not use it you're going to use it right i'm so so excited that you're here and your voice matters you like this is a responsibility i say that you have, that if you have this voice, if you have the ability to sing, you have the ability to perform, to tell stories, whether it's with dance, with acting, with songwriting, and you know that you have that in you, you have this just beautiful responsibility to do something with it, right? To take steps of action and to put it out there today, this week. Don't wait one more moment, you know? And maybe you have been doing that and you've taken those steps. Take another next step right? Be consistent, continue to grow. And that's why I'm so excited to have our guest on today because she is so good at just breaking down, you know, practicing and growing as a singer and making space for your voice, making space for your voice, knowing that it matters. It matters. Your voice matters and using it is important and so, so, so beautiful. And before I introduce her, I do want to read a quick review that I shared on my Instagram on Creatively Performing Arts. Follow us on Instagram, go to Creatively Performing Arts, and I'd love for you to connect with me over there. Um, But 
the review says, um, I want to sing and I decay. I don't know. I feel like I'm always at the bottom because I haven't been training since I was little. This makes me feel so comfortable and welcomed. And I feel like it'll help me get a lot. It'll help me a lot to get better. Uh, I love that. Thank you so much to this person, this lovely listener who left this review. It really means a lot because you started with, I want to sing. And then you started with, I don't know. I feel like I'm always at the bottom. But you talked about how this show makes you feel comfortable and welcome and truly like it will help you get better. And that is my desire that you feel comfortable and you feel heard here. You feel seen, but then you also feel challenged. Like I'm going to grow. Like I'm not staying where I am. I'm going to grow. I'm going to start. I'm not, I'm not putting this off anymore. And so I'm so, so grateful for that review. Literally go and leave a review. It really means a lot. I would love to feature you here. You can talk about you know, steps that you're taking, talk about music that you're putting out. I'm going to, I'll feature you. I will literally talk about a new song that you dropped. If you leave it in the review, talk about, okay, you know, the show inspired me to write a song. I wrote a song, go listen to it on Apple music. I will talk about it on the review and I would love to promote you and promote your music. Like there are so many ways that you can put yourself out there and leaving a review for this show would really, really help this show genuinely. Like it helps shows like this to grow so that other people around the world who literally don't even know that they have creative gifts can hear this show and realize that they do. So you leaving a review could impact so many people's lives and of course impact the show. So please go ahead and do that. And I would love to share it as well. Um, so (laughs) without further ado, let's go ahead and get into today's episode. I'm interviewing the lovely Gina Morgano. Gina is a singer. She is a music educator and she refers to herself as a vocal confidence coach. She's also the host of the voice space podcast, formerly known as the practice parlor podcast, which you'll hear us talk about in this episode today. We recorded this actually a few months ago and, um, um, but we're finally able to put it out today. I'm finally able to put it out for you guys. So, um, which is exciting, but her podcast has name has changed over what she talks about a little bit in the show. And she really, really, really is an advocate for helping you, helping singers, helping people use their voices with courage and with confidence. She is an advocate for making space for your voice and practicing to grow over time. She has performed on stages such as Lincoln Center. She's performed at Carnegie Hall. She performs in master and master works with symphonies, as well as of course, in smaller, more intimate settings. And so she's an incredible vocalist as well as a voice teacher. And I know you're going to love hearing her story. Without further ado, let's go ahead and listen to my conversation with Gina Morgano. All right. Well, I'm here with Gina. Hi, Gina. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm great, Estelle. Thank you for having me on. I'm so excited that you're here. We've been talking, like I said before, we've been talking on Facebook and Instagram, just chatting. And now we finally get to talk in person virtually. So this is really exciting. Um, You are a voice teacher um, and a podcaster as well. As a singer, you're a vocalist yourself. And so I would just love for people to hear kind of from your your words um, and your perspective, what you do, how you create and what you what you do creatively, as well as kind of your journey to getting there. Sure. So 
As you mentioned, I am a performer. I sing professionally. I do a lot of concert work. My background is in classical voice and musical theater. I do a bit of jazz. I do a lot of sacred work and church work. And then I consider myself a vocal confidence coach. So um, as far as being a voice teacher, yes, I teach voice lessons and I have taught in high schools and in choral programs. Uh, but really what my goal is, is to help people to love their voice and to use it with courage so that they can express themselves confidently. That's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. My background began as a kid. I was always involved in music. I grew up playing the piano, the violin, the clarinet. I dabbled in dance. And then along the way, I found my love for singing and I never looked back. That's what I studied in school. And really my passion has become all about the voice, using my voice and just helping people to embrace their voice and to use theirs in its totality, not only singing, but just the way they show up in the world, the way that they creatively express themselves. That's so beautiful. And it's so aligned with this show and the work that I'm doing also trying to help people just take that courageous step to explore their voices, start singing, start expressing themselves creatively and build confidence, knowing that like you don't just start singing and automatically feel like the most confident singer in the world. Like it takes time. There is a process, but you have to get started at least. So I love that you do that. And I like that voice confidence coach. That makes so much sense. I love that you um, framed it in that way. I think that's so helpful for people and like something that's so necessary. Um, do you feel like one of the things that stops people from singing and from exploring the, their creative gifting and using their voice is lack of confidence? Do you think that's like the biggest thing, would you say? A million percent. I was watching fireworks the other day. We're recording this a little after the 4th of July. So uh, I was watching fireworks and somebody near me started singing a patriotic song and one of their family members said oh don't sing you have such a terrible voice and she was kidding she was like nobody wants to hear you sing but people hear that all the time and then they take it to heart and as a child what we're told about ourselves really informs a lot of what we start to believe about ourselves and you know Public speaking is one of the greatest fears. It's said to be people's greatest fear over fear of heights, over fear of spiders, over fear of death. It is public speaking. And singing is so related to that. And our voice, our instrument is literally inside of our body. It is a part of us. And so for better or worse, it is wrapped up with our identity. And you know, while I believe that your voice is separate from who you are and your worthiness as a person, it's really easy for us to conflate the two and to make how we sound mean something about who we are. Yeah, 100%. And on the flip side of that is like what's possible on the other side of, of not letting, you know, that maybe not so much, not um, that <laughs> lack of confidence in your voice um, hold you back and, you know, being willing to start 
working on your voice, start growing your voice, start singing in spite of maybe that lack of confidence at first. On the flip side of that is that you not only build confidence in your voice, but you build confidence in yourself because you realize that you have like overcome this fear that you had or this uncertainty you have. Like it, singing and performing builds confidence in yourself. Obviously you have to, you feel like you, you, you know, you see people who are performing and you think, wow, they must be so confident. They're putting themselves out there, but it's actually really vulnerable to sing and to perform. But when you do that and you are willing to be vulnerable and authentic in that way, it actually builds and like grows confidence in yourself because you're like, oh, I did that. Like I can be honest. I can be myself. I can share my voice and it makes you feel more confident. I think that's been my experience. (laughs) Yes. I love that you said that because people think that the confidence comes first, like, oh, I need to be confident so I can sing or do the thing, but it's really doing the thing that builds the confidence. 100%. That is so, that is, I could just end it there. Like that is it. You have to do the thing to grow the confidence, Um, whether it's singing, whether it's acting, doing theater, dancing, any creative expression, any form of creative expression, you know, the more you do it, the more confidence you build in yourself doing it. So thank you for sharing that. Um, I'd love to talk about your podcast a little bit because I found you through a Facebook group, but then I also like listened to your podcast and that's how I got into like what you're doing. And um, I've loved your podcast and how you talk about like practice routines and like creating your own routine and whatnot. And I think that's something that can sometimes stop people when it comes to singing. It's like, okay, like, do I get into voice lessons first? Do I like, like, how do I warm up? Like, how do I, you know, start practicing singing? Like, how do I prepare for auditions or whatever, you know, for anyone who's like curious about starting to sing, how do you think, um, you know, what you've done, the work that you've done in in your podcast could really help someone who's just starting, um, whether it's creating a practice routine or anything like that? Sure. Um, So I'm announcing it here first, folks. Um, The podcast is going through a name change. So as we're recording this, it is currently called The Practice Parlor. And um, right around the time that this airs, we will be shifting into uh, a new title, Voice Stories. So um, the reason that I initially called the podcast The Practice Parlor is because I believe so strongly that not only is singing a practice but also all of the practices that shape our lives impact our singing so it's not only being in the practice room doing the vocal drills and practicing your repertoire but it's also your mindset practices and your wellness practices and your communication practices and your relationship building. There's just so, so, so many practices. Um, I'm a real believer in process and investing yourself in the process. We want the results. We want a quick fix. We want to see that immediate shift, that immediate change. We want to be able to sing our favorite song like our favorite singer yesterday. (laughs) Um, But it's a process and we need to practice and we need to make it a daily practice and if you think of something like a yoga practice people can 
practice yoga for decades and yet they're still growing they're still deepening their relationship to the practice and to the work and so i really believe that singing is a practice it is a part of your daily life not only those minutes that you're spending in the practice room but when you are taking a walk outside or driving to work or having a conversation with a friend or a family member it is all of that because again your body is your instrument so how are you caring for it how are you treating it how are you training it and maintaining it and growing it uh so that's really the the philosophy behind the practice parlor and as far as you know where can people start well i think if people want to sing there's something inside them that is calling to be expressed right there there is something that they feel this impulse to share their voice with the world to get something out i'm a firm believer of bringing the inner voice out and yet all of us have our default anatomy our default way of going through life and walking in the world and sometimes that isn't aligned with like sometimes our, our dreams and where we want to be is not aligned with where we are right in this moment it doesn't mean we won't get there but we're not there yet and so that patience is really hard for people so in order to start i advise take a lesson get some guidance get some feedback get some planning in place so that you have action steps that you can take that you know will get you towards your result that you know will result in progress for you um, i don't believe in doing things alone i believe in doing things in community and we really need that outside feedback to help us along the journey um, but really just find opportunities to sing it sounds simple but how often do we say we want to sing but we don't actually sing Exactly. Ex everything that you said is beautiful. Um, I love that you talked about like singing being a practice. It's something that we, it's woven into our lives and our lives affect it as well. So like what we do in every aspect of our lives can be incorporated and, and impactful in how we sing and how we, how we express ourselves through singing and through our voices. So I love that. And I really hope people hear you about like just starting by taking a lesson, just starting by getting some feedback, getting in community in one way or another. Like that's, you know, thinking back to a lot of a lot of people listening were probably in choir when they grew up, you know, growing up in um, school choir, or church choir, or even like a community choir, or community theater, musical theater group or something. And you've had experiences where you enjoyed singing because you had a great director or you had a great uh, choir director, choir teacher, or you had some great friends who you loved to sing along with and like getting feedback from them or learning from them and seeing, hearing how they did sing something inspiring you to then work on that, you know, part of your voice, even as a child, like we all, a lot of us have experienced that. And it's like, when you're getting older and you're looking for a way to express yourself creatively, like go back to singing. It's such a, it's something that is always with you. You always have your body, you always have your voice with you. Um, if, you know, if, if you, if you're able-bodied in that way, like that's such a privilege, like 
use it and 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 get in community to get people who will help you to uh, make the most of that voice that you have and that desire that you have to use it. So I love that you talked about that. Um, for voice stories, is that going to be, is it is it a similar philosophy to the practice parlor or do you have like a different kind of direction that you're taking it with the new show? I'm just curious. Yes, there will be a lot of overlap with content. Um, however, I'm really interested in hearing people's stories you know what are their beliefs about their voice what have they been told about their voice and really taking it more in a a voice focused direction the practice parlor has um had a lot of singers and voice teachers on it but um it's also been more for the the artist more broadly um and so the new podcast will be more centered on the singer Okay. I love the idea of like hearing stories about how people, what people think about their voices. I think that would be really interesting to hear, especially for people who are just starting to sing because we all experience that feeling of like having to listen back to yourself singing and, you know, um, just hearing your voice and maybe not loving one part of it one day or loving this part of it another day and all that. So it'd be really cool to hear those stories on the show. I'm excited for that. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Do you have like any, any, have you had any experiences with singers or people starting to have some sort of practice in their arts and creative expression? Um, whether maybe it was singing or maybe, maybe you've talked to people who are, you know, in other creative fields and um, incorporating like the practice of their art into their lives. Is there like, a barrier other than I know we talked about confidence, but have you seen people dealing with any other like doubt or fear when it comes to, um, you know, starting to incorporate the arts into their lives, especially if they're, you know, older or they haven't done it in a while, like the fear of starting and the fear of incorporating the arts and and maybe, I don't know if, if that makes sense, but like, have you had any, have you seen any other barriers to entry for people who are wanting to um, make a practice of singing and being creative? Yes. A couple of things come to mind right away. The first is taking time away. And a lot of times people will say, well, I used to love to sing, but you know, I don't know, I want to get back into it, but I'm not sure if I can still do this, if I'll still sound good, or it's been a while, I feel like I'm not as good as I used to be. And that makes me sad. So then I don't want to do it. Um, There's a there's a lot of that. And what I will say is that your voice is resilient. And your muscles have a strong memory. So Yes, there might be a little bit of a learning curve where you you just have to kind of get back into it. However, you will respond so much faster than you might initially think. And again, if you just trust that process, you are a singer, you are a musician that doesn't go away. Your creative instincts are within you. And so, yes, we have to rework the musculature a little bit, but it will come back and it will come back stronger than ever. So um, time to time, again, I see that. And then the other thing is, again, just this idea of how do I sound? And people are so focused on how they sound. And 
I understand it's singing. I understand we all want to sound beautiful. I, I understand we all want that outside validation of, wow, that was so amazing. You sound terrific. But it's not really what it's about. It's about you expressing yourself, you making a connection with other people, you sharing something meaningful with others. And by nature of singing, your body is literally vibrating and sending these energetic frequencies out into the space that have the potential to connect with other people. I cannot tell you how many times I have been moved to tears by performers where the technical sound was not necessarily at as high a level as other singers, and yet I was touched and moved more. And you can learn to make the sound better with teacher with practice that will come i've never had a student not develop their sound in a positive way but it's about so much more than that and if we make it all about the sound then we're really shortchanging ourselves and shortchanging our audiences and our potential to impact people Wow, that's really beautiful. I've never heard it put that way. Um, of course, we all want to grow vocally. I definitely want to keep growing vocally, but the idea of just letting it be about the creative expression and letting that be enough. And then of course, the growth will come the more you do the practice of it. But that connection with people, letting that be enough when it comes to singing. I think a lot of people needed to hear that. I needed to hear that. So thank you for sharing that. That's a really great way to put it. I always love to ask my guests um, to round up, you know, if you're thinking about the person who's listening and I don't know, do you, do you primarily work, you primarily work with professionals or beginners or who do you, what's your um, typical audience, would you say? Yes, typically it is professionals or I call them professionally minded. So serious singers, people who are looking to study music in school, or maybe they're adults not looking to sing professionally, but they want to sing for a church choir or an audition choir, um, and then um, professional artists as well. Okay, great. So definitely that intentionality is there with the people that you work with. Yeah, I love that. So if you're thinking of someone, you know, maybe someone comes to your um, studio or comes to you and that person is, you know, wanting to get started, wanting to be intentional and um, ready to go, maybe has a little bit of hesitancy, has those doubts, maybe that lack of self-confidence and just rounding up, would you say, well, what's one word of advice that you would give them when it comes to just getting started to use their creative gifts? Um, I know you said a lot of great words of advice, but specifically thinking about like the creativity that is on the other side of just like starting to use those gifts and, and the freedom that you can feel when you're being creative. What's one word of advice or one um, just word of encouragement you would give that person? I would remind them that all of the sounds they want to make are already inside of them. Literally in our daily life, if we go to an amusement park or if we cheer at a baseball game or if we are shouting across the room to somebody or any sound that they want to make in their singing, they have already made. And 
you know, the process of training their voice to become a better singer is really just about learning to make those sounds on demand when they want and to lower the threat response, the nervous system response, but they already know how to do the thing. So I hope that that brings some encouragement because it can feel really new and really scary, but it's already inside you. Yes, that's beautiful. And it needs to get out of you. That's why you need to express yourself. That's why you need to get started. So that's a great way to put it. Like all the sounds are already there for you, already there inside of you. Just get started. And that's why singing is so creative because, you know, sometimes I feel like it's not, it's hard. It's sometimes hard to see like, okay, where's the creativity in singing? You're just like opening your mouth and like noises are coming out, sounds are coming out. But you get to create stories with your voice, with with the sounds that you already know how to make. You just have to piece them together in a way that truly tells the story of the song you're singing. You piece the, those sounds together in a way that truly helps you connect with people. And that's the that's creativity and the beauty of singing is that those sounds are there. You just have to piece them together in a way that works and that connects and that tells the story. And so I'm glad that you put it that way, that you talked about how those sounds are already there. That's so good. Thanks. Yeah, it's, it's true. I think, you know, again, we've talked about there's so much fear around singing. And yet, we all know how to talk. We all know how to play, have fun. Um, So just explore, explore your voice without needing to get a certain result right this minute. Just, Just have fun and play. Yes, 1000%. Thank you so much for saying that. And thank you for sharing today. This is great. I'm so glad we got to talk a little bit today. Um, Where would you like everyone to go and find you so that they can connect with you, listen to your podcast, look at what some of the things that you offer in your studio? Thank you. Yes. Um, My socials are at Gina Morgano. And then you can go to my website, GinaMorgano.com. Um, my, my podcast is there. I have a blog there. Um, you can reach out, connect with me. Uh, if, if anyone would like to do a free discovery call, um, I have some one-on-one packages to help develop vocal confidence. So um, please reach out. I would love to connect. If anyone has any questions or anything, I would love to continue the conversation. Yay. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here. I really appreciate it. You're such a light and such a joy to talk to. So thank you for sharing. Thank you for having me. This has been wonderful. Thank you so, so much for listening to today's episode and to this show. I'm so in awe of you for being here and showing up for your creative gifts. That takes courage. Don't forget to join the Performing Arts community on Facebook for support and inspiration as you continue on your journey. If this episode helped or inspired you in any way, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts and share it with someone. It means so, so much. Thank you again. And don't forget to keep singing, acting, dancing, performing, and living creatively. Talk to you next time.